Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minutes, a daily podcast in which we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can find me on social media at No Clutch Nate. And I'm Johnny. You can find me on social media at Johnny P. Sometimes. Sometimes. Some places. And um, I host the Austin Powers Minute. You host a what? Austin Powers Minute. There you go. There we go. And today on Dawn of Justice Minute, we are talking about Minute 115, which starts with Superman confronting Lex Luthor, and then it ends with Lex Luthor saying some very ominous words to Superman, uh, referring to the to the blood on your hands. Um, every line that Lex Luthor says in this minute is pure gold, at least to me. I don't know about you guys, but... This is one of, like I said, this whole bit, this whole helicopter pad scene with Lex Luthor is, like you said earlier in the week, Nate, like this must have been like the monologue that they gave Jesse Eisenberg. It's like, if you nail this, we are doing this. Like we're signing the contracts. You're doing this movie. Like this is it. So uh, let's kick it off right away. The first thing he says is, uh, well, yesterday he said, uh, boy, do we have problems up here. He says the problem of evil in the world, um, the power, um, which is the, the problem of absolute virtue. The problem with evil is a way that um, atheists discredit God. It's one of the tw- like I think it's the twelve arguments that atheists use to discredit God. What is that? The problem of evil. Because if evil exists, then how could a God exist? Basically. So if he is again that that argument that if he's all good all powerful all knowing he can't exist if evil exists Mm -hmm. because he's that's discrediting god Mm -hmm. or the idea of god yeah and then he he even says the problem of absolute virtue and that like the the all the all good part well there are various versions of absolute virtue the two that reoccur a lot and especially with superman as a theme would be the platonic one so temperance prudence courage and justice are the main ones Mm -hmm. for the platonic one and the aristotle the aristotelian um one is the golden mean so how can you be like the best version of a human yeah so everything you do is for the right of the right of the right it's not like i'm it's not cutting corners. You fall somewhere in between like the extremes of like doing good and evil. You always do like kind of like a medium sort of. Uh, is is that the golden me? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Or, the golden mean like is, is like being. Is that, well, is that being completely 100% selfless or is no. there still selfish in it? Yeah. Okay. So you're supposed to take that like medium road. Because you're supposed to be the best version of a human. Right. And every version of a human, there's going to be both sides of it all. Yeah. So your best version is going to be somehow towing the line of both good and evil. So our argument with Superman is the selfishness of wanting to save the He would the be the golden mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. His would probably be more of the golden mean principle. But yeah, those are like the most predominant ones that I feel like are relevant to like Superman mm-hmm. for the absolute virtue argument. Yeah. 
Superman replies, he says, I'll take you in without breaking you <laughs> in the most terrifying way that Superman could ever say that to a human being. <laughs> it kind of seems like Superman doesn't get the chance to yell at people in an angry tone that often. Mm-hmm. So it kind of seems like he's, I think he's holding back. Clearly, I think he has to. What if he yelled a little bit louder and it would probably blow Lex right off the top of the building? I get kind of, you know, I'm very for it. It's like Crystal Beth was like, you know, she loved angry Superman in this oh, movie. Yeah. She was like, oof. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm with you, girl. Like, you know, you, you, I would pay Henry Cavill to yell at me. There you go. That's another one you'd pay to yell at you. I, very, would, I would as well. Very sadist here. Um, I, we, I just like. Being very, yelled at? <laughs> by by General Zod of Kandor and by Kal-El of Krypton, yes. Yeah. Um, and Alfred Pennyworth. Uh, oh, Alfred can yell at me anytime. Not Michael Caine, Alfred. I don't, he'll cry no, at me. No, I don't want that. Jeremy but Irons. Jeremy Irons, uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm right there with you guys. Angry Superman is my favorite Superman. Slap some glowing red eyes on that baby, and I got tight pants. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I want to talk a little bit more about Lex Luthor's dialogue, but I do want to point this out first. When we see um, the -the over-the-shoulder shot of Superman as Lex Luthor continues to talk to him, look at how Superman is... Descending? The camera is descending with him, and you see the cape flowing in the background. This angel, this figure, this or demon, whatever you want to call it, whatever, it's, it's, it's... tracking into the shot in very slow motion with this cape flowing in the background this tiny human being is challenging him it the the positioning is so great the perspective is so on point like this is a god being threatened by this tiny individual like that is the best thing about that yeah um let's see and then we start off with just lex Luthor continuing his his uh his little uh moment but what is so interesting it, it almost sounds like he's he's arguing with god. like this is a human arguing with god right kind of thing like this is what's going on and, and he says it was such like a, a strain in his voice as almost like here's this chance where he's actually talking to said god and he it's almost like there's a there's a tremble in the voice or he's like the problem of you on top of everything else like you're like you're literally arguing with someone to the point of like like almost like there's tension in your voice. Yeah, it's like a being, like arguing with your parents. I think there's also a little fear in Lex at the same time because, like, why does Lex need to have all of this dialogue? Like, he just he's spewing out all of his feelings right now, mm-hmm. and that's a very that's a nervous that, habit. That's a nervous like, habit. That's a very submissive yeah. thing. That's like I'm just gonna throw up everything right now, everything that I'm feeling. It's like yeah, yeah. and the person there that's supposedly in the seat of power just has to stand there and just listen and watch and go, are you done? Like, yeah, it's like one of mm-hmm. those things. And, and I think Lex is, there's like, a little bit of fear in there. Cause again, you're talking to God and he's just coming down on your helipad, man. Yeah. It's like, and you think you've beaten him. The way he says the problem of you on top of everything else is like, he probably would have said that he would have had that same kind of, fear in his voice like when he was talking to his parents or probably when you guys have argued with your parents like and and to be that person who's like you're so afraid of them but you're like standing up and you're like trying to project your voice and like yell back and it's like that fear that's in your voice is is what's emulated here with jesse eisenberg's lex Luthor, right like you guys 
you guys can relate to that, right? Almost. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> and and it's just so empower, so powerful. And he says, "You above all, uh, because that's what a god is." And then he goes into some some gods' names, which is really funny that he starts with Horus because Horus's name means one who is above. And the sun god. And he's the sun god. And Apollo is also the god of light. Um, so again, it's that allusion to the fact that that is the kind of god that Superman portrays is like a god of the sun, a god of like solar power, light. But Apollo is also the god of intellect, arts, healing. He also mentions Jehovah, which is one of the seven proper names of God, the God of Israel in the Hebrew Bible. Learned that one from Indiana Jones. Yeah. I cannot <laughs> pronounce the Hebrew Bible's actual name, though, so I'm not even going to try. Um, but it's interesting that he chose to create that juxtaposition. <laughs> I find it also a little weird that he did that on top of trying to disprove God that he started with two gods in like a pantheistic sort of culture Mm -hmm. because the same rules aren't true for those gods. They don't have to be like all knowing and all good, especially all good. Um, They don't have to hold the same um, stature in the argument as like a monotheistic God would. Like that monotheistic God is going to be that all powerful, all knowing, all good figure that people look up to. Whereas with like a pantheon, you have like various gods that are sometimes good and bad. Like they do their own thing. They're, they have flaws just like humans, but was Jehovah part of the pantheon? Was there more? Okay. It was just just Horus and Apollo. Apollo. Yeah. So those guys, it's interesting that he started with the argument of evil, like the problem with evil to try to, create that sort of like okay Lex Luthor is an atheist like that's what he proposes and then goes into like a pantheon (laughs) that Lex Luthor is an atheist um and that um let the girl speak (laughs) (laughs) that he goes and creates the two first images that you think about are are pantheons of gods Apollo is the god of light yes who is Helios that's, that's the system. I use that in that's my work. That's the, a computer system that I use. <laughs> um, why I kept my book here, because I figured you were going to talk about it. He's the sun god in Roman culture. It says Helios was the personification of the sun in Greek mythology. Roman. And who? Roman soul. Helios. Apollo well, is Roman. Helios is the sun god, sometimes Hyperion. Though he was most commonly regarded to as the son of Titan Hyperion. He drove a chariot yeah. with four horses across the heavens every day from east to west. And the same thing is true for the lady of the night who drives it from west to east. Was this, is this Greek? Is this Greek or Roman? I think Roman? it's Greek, I guess. Hyperion was Hyperion a man. is a Titan. Says, Did Hyperion become a Titan? Hang on, this is full circle with Henry Cavill from Immortals. Uh, so it's a good segue. Yo, you're right. Him and Hyperion became immortals. Apollo so they did is often become titans hi, at the end of that movie. Here you go. Apollo is often confused with Helios um, in that he, Apollo, is the Olympian deity of the sun, but Helios is th- is of an older generation than Apollo and represents the sun in its daily course and its physical manifestation, whereas Apollo represents the brightness, its light and healing power. Isn't 
like the sun called so Apollo in Roman mythology? So like all the planets wait, Helios is the god of the sun, but Apollo is the god of Blood. light. So ah. you got to think about it being like one is like a person, one is actually like transcended into the actual star. It'd be like a Helios is the light bulb, but the light is Apollo. If you're really like simplifying that, yeah, then yeah. yeah. But like put it into like personify that. Like Helios is the, the sun. sun. Apollo is the, the sun rays that of light. actually interacts mm-hmm. with the people, hum- the, the yeah. god that can interact with the humans. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he. Helios drove the chariot of the sun across the sky. Yeah, which each is day. I just read. Yeah, from did, east where to did west. Hyperion, come into that. What he's, was that? Oh, he's he's, the, he's his the dad. Father. Hyperior Beery with a P or B. Hyperion P. from Immortals. Hi- yeah, Titan Mickey Hyperion. Hyperion. Helios is the son of Titan Hyperion and Titanus Thea. 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 Or Thea? Thea probably for who's pronunciation. Thea? I want to know who Thea is. Look it up, everybody. Hi, I have a book right here. <laughs> Give me two seconds. I have the internet. Yeah. Well, I I'm have. I'm kidding. Go for it, John. Okay. I want to hear. Uh, two seconds. Wow. Do you tell us about their children? I'll let you do it. Because Helios is the son, but the other children. How is it spelled for you? Uh, Thea. Yeah. It's like Leia, but with a T H. So E I A. Ah. T H E I A. I don't really know what she does, but I'm assuming she's like... All right, look it up because it's not the same sort of spelling in mine. There's also... She's also spelled T-H-E-A or T-H-I-A. It's probably Like Thia or Thea. Um, But it says here that um, as parents, they had Helios, the son... Selene, the moon, and Eos, the dawn. So that's pretty cool. I'm reading now that I, I just realized this. In the movie Immortals, uh, both Icarus and Apollo are there. And I never knew that. Oh, wait, I knew the Apollo one. He was cool hammer, dude. Yeah. Um, I don't remember Icarus being a Icarus, part of it. I don't know. They all seem to no. have the same Unless, thing. Unless like, he was that's named why. after Icarus. Like He's not actually actually Icarus. Hold on. Um, it's because she has another name. Oh. Also known as Euraphasia or something? Euraphasia? Yeah. All right, I have a pull up here anyway. Um, she is a Titaness. Um, as, as everything, uh, Hyperion is her brother. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Helios is also in Immortals. Yo! Her parents are Gaia and Uranus. You know, I'm a huge fan of the Titans in Greek mythology. Yeah. Like, my favorite one is uh, Oceanus. I love that that one. Now, were the Titans, like, lawbreakers? And, like, that's what the gods did? Like, they were just, like, the... What? No. The way I think of it is, like... Um, the failed first projects of the gods? And they no, they away. created, it's like uh, the Titans created the modern Greek gods and then they enslaved their uh, predecessors kind of thing. It's like the forerunners turning on the uh, the sentient, uh, the, the precursors in the Halo mythology or like, uh, I don't know, like let's say 
the Justice League is formed and they're they're you know saving humans and whatnot, and then the humans go, you know what, Justice League, you work for us. Yeah, because technically, and then like we enslave you. this whole like the whole offspring of Uranus and Gaia are completely separate from the pantheon of gods that a lot of people know. They're like complete separation of like the only thing connected is Perseus. Yeah, oh, I remember. Th- Reading, I remember this when Clash the Titans came out. The only thing connected is Perseus because Perseus is still relevant because he um, gets together with someone of that like that style of generation. Yeah. Um, but it's all everything is completely like if we're going like fake genealogy, completely separate. Where's the metal owl play in? <laughs> Anyways, but. Yeah, it's just weird how, like, that's how he chooses to start. I Sorry we went on a some, side quest. I do love Sorry. me some Egyptian mythology, though. So when he yeah. says Horus, I'm like, ooh, yeah, buddy. You mentioned that name. It's the guy from The Mummy. His hawk's name was Horus. Yeah, because it's like the... Horus the, is, like, yeah, translates to Falcon. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the Falcon-looking god one. He would just I don't really know anything name. about Jehovah. I don't know what that is. Jehovah uh, is literally one of the seven names of God. You don't remember in uh, Indiana Jones? You know, no, Last not really. Crusade. I don't really follow uh, Indiana Jones that well. You gotta, what was it? Follow in the footsteps of of God, but then in Latin, God is Jehovah. Yeah. Huh? Because everybody would start I, with like going on the G, and they would fall to their death. And because I know, uh, you're it, just thinking about Jehovah's Witnesses. No, no, no. <laughs> I was gonna say in uh, Juda- Judaism, like uh-huh. it's Yahweh. Yahweh. Yeah, yeah, but they have seven names. Do you know all seven names? No. And I probably couldn't pronounce half of them, let's be honest. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, he says Horus, Apollo, Jehovah, Kal-El. Clark, Joseph, Kent. <gasps> I didn't know his middle name was Joseph. Yeah. Allegories out the yin-yang. Um, That's the first time, like, because like Superman didn't, you know, that's the first time someone actually found out his secret identity. That's it. That's why he like does this whole stop. We, I guess, kind of take it as like, oh yeah, though we know him as Clark Kent. He's just using all the names for him. But Superman has never come into contact with someone who's figured out his secret identity. This is a first. You guys are looking at me like. No, I mean, like, I guess I just didn't think about it because you know that so Lex, natural, yeah, right? I mean, Lex Luthor's yeah. going to find out. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, he's already shouting off all these other names and you're trying to, in your head, compare those other God names to what Superman is. And then you just kind of end it with Clark Joseph Kent. And you're like, his human yeah, name. That's right. It's his name. That's cool. I like that. It had a good cadence. It was everything really. It's like, yo, secret identity out the yin, uh, out the yin, out the window. Out the yin yang twins. <laughs> so Joseph is, is that like, uh, is that a parallel to like, uh, Mary and Joseph? Or? I assume so. Um, maybe but like his, his, uh, Jonathan Kent's father's name. Perhaps? There's probably some reason behind that as well. Um, cause Jesus, did Jesus have a middle name? Is it H? No, it? don't even start that <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, Jesus of Joseph Christ. Because his father's name was Joseph. I don't his, know. His biological his, father's his, not named Joseph. No, no. Jesus' <laughs> middle name is Of, and his last name is Nazareth. Duh. <laughs> what does the H in Jesus H. Christ mean? Hector. Hector. <laughs> Start. Stop. Welcome back to Gumball Minute. This is Gumball all very Minute. blasphemous. <laughs> um, is it? Is it? A little. No. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry about your religion. 
I was. What? Not yours. The pop. The general ah, populace. The okay. listeners. Um. Anyways, <laughs> so. Uh, Lex Luthor says, "See what we call God depends upon our cl- ah." Butchered that one. Tribe. <laughs> see what we Take call. <laughs> see what we call God depends upon our tribe, Clark Joe. Um, I like that little nickname he threw in there. It's cool. It sounds southern. Yeah. Maybe just because Joe at the end of it is that like Billy Joe? Billy Jean. Mm. Uh, no. Um, yeah. Which I mean, it's true. What does I've, that mean? What that I've, I? It's go- tribal. Oh, depends upon. What we call God depends upon our tribe. So yeah. our culture depends yeah, on yeah, yeah. how we call okay. the seven names of God or whatever. So every, the reason why like religion comes into being is because people get together, they start discussing and then they have, they need to have answers for certain reasons of things. So for Greek mythology, it's going to be like, we need to know, we need an explanation on why there are seasons. So let's make up this story about like the gods, the gods create seasons because Demeter descends into the underworld. And when she resends to visit her mother, um, that's when spring comes because she comes back from the underworld. So it's like different explanations for different reasons why things happen. So exactly like Helios rides across the sky from east to west explains why night exists, like why the sun goes down. So they just, tribally, you need to explain things in your world that you cannot explain. So you have to explain it through other means. That's so silly. Like religion. I was going to say, you see how much imagination they put into it back then? Yeah, which I'm I'm all about. Yeah, yeah. Give me stories to tell. Don't Don't, give me rules. Don't give me storks carry babies to you. Like, give me something cool. So it's like, um, like a common Native American myth is that a spider woman created, literally spider woman, she spun a web and created the eight tribes. The eight main original tribes. Like her her threads created the tribes. So it's like di- wildly imaginative stories to explain simple things in your life because that's a coping mechanism. All Native American tribes believe that? Not all of them. Okay, because that's weird how it's that one would... main myth, but it's not like the only myth. I was gonna say like that Spider Woman is like is it like Mother Nature kind of maybe not Mother Nature, but in some way all those tribes are connected through those webs. Mm-hmm. That's where I was really going with it. So somewhat yeah, that true. Spider Woman is their mother. Yeah, in a sense. That's I like that. Mother I would like to know more spider. about Native American mythology. They're really fun. Yeah, it's just buried beneath all the. Is it what is? Well, yeah, I've never even I've never I've never even touched in the American. They're all Native like American. I mean, they're mythology. A is lot it dark? We're in kind of yeah. Is it really like kind of? It's some like of it's spiritual like, and like demonsy kind of. No, no, no. It's not like uh, where Japanese myths are all like very uh, yokai based, so like demons yeah. and everything. This yeah. is more of like spiritually nature based. So like a lot of things have to do with animals or. Yeah plants or things like that or literally directly from the earth yeah so it's very natural no shinigamis and what no no no, no apparitions like, no 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 no, not like okay. that it's like a maybe a mischievous wolf or something that's really like things cool. like that that's really cool i like that like ghost wolf coming around and hey don't you should have taken that, that class one. but you never did what the native oh, american oh. mythology dang one. Way to i know blow. but i took comparative and um 
comparative and some other mythology yeah. class. I took both of them. When she was graduating, she had, they were like, oh, if you take this one class, you fulfill your requirements to get like a special like degree I know, in like and Native I wanted American so bad. <laughs> like studies that she would oh, be man, able to. It, it didn't fit into my schedule. No? And she was like, I yeah. want to just graduate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I, I would have been I like one you. other semester with just this certificate, but it's fine. I you can still go back anytime yeah, and take it, right? I like, I like mythology. Guys, Hell yeah, me too. It's, let's take it. Man, I love mythology. That's probably the, the most entertaining courses I took because he sat in on some of the classes that I had. I only, I, we'll, we'll bring man. you back for Wonder Woman Minute to talk about um, Nopi because Nopi is apparently a demigod in that movie as well. Hell yeah. Okay. So I'm here for it. Any mythology. We got to talk about him. Um, but yeah, so, so he's right. Religions as a base is tribal. Let's see, because God is tribal, God takes sides, right? I mean... What does that mean, God is tribal? Like, just how we perceive him or God himself as a tribal? He's trying to argue that because we're tribal and we create the idea of God, that God has to be tribal too. And what does tribal mean? Tribal means he takes, he literally takes sides. Like whoever's yeah. worshiping him, that's who he follows. Yeah. Or that's like who he shines his light Absolutely. down on. And instead of God being that, like, This brings up that kind of argument where some people would argue that some people aren't protected by God's grace because they don't worship him, which yeah. is like yeah. an extremely messed up thing to say. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's exactly what that is. There's, like, so many different steps of this argument and, like, so many different philosophers and, like, religious people have mm-hmm. argued this over time. Like, this is one of the main arguments in philosophy at all. It's... Everyone that has an opinion. Tribal? No, whether or not God exists in general and if he exists, can he embody all of those things or some of those things that we think a God should... That's just silly, though. That's what we think a God should. And that's, 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 where, that's one of the, the arguments wall. is like you when you create something, you create God In and you create image. the idea of God. Drop, drop her down a bit. Sorry, I'm getting passionate because this is something I know about. But it's like you create God, but you also create the idea of God. You're creating when you create the idea of God, you're creating your own idea of God. And then collectively, all those ideas create God. Right. Mm-hmm. Standalone complex. So it's like, so it's like every culture is also going to have their own idea of God. Mm-hmm. No, it, it, which they do, he, which they he, do. He says, he says as a statement, he says, God is tribal. God takes sides. No question to it. That means I would argue he's not tribal or he, sh- it, the thing of God, he, she should not be tribal. Yeah, so it's like um, that's the argument that he, he, it, she, they, whatever, is all powerful, all knowing, and all good. To embody one of those things neglects the other. So if that, his argument is if, if you're all good, if you're all powerful, you can't be all good. And I get it in the terms of Superman because Superman is literally trying to be all of those things, Mm. mostly. All-powerful, all-knowing, and all-good. Now, you have to take in the human fatal flaw that has been taught into Superman of, like, I guess that whole, like, love complex of, like, that kind of trumps everything for you. So Martha and Lois kind of... Yeah, Superman's not a Jedi. Yeah. 
well, he's not a god either. Uh, he's God. He is a god, but he's not God. Does that make sense? He's oh, see, Lex, like, I don't, I don't like that because he's what people like, think. He could be my God, but like, he's not a a guy in a white robe with a big bushy beard. You know what I mean? It's like there's he's like your that idea image. Of, he's one possibility of your idea of God, but he is not God. You like, yeah, like I could have the ideas, like yeah, Kal-El, Superman, the fictional character. Is like what's the difference between me thinking that that is my god versus what literally every other tribe is describing of what their god is in their own image? You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like it's just a vicious, vicious, vicious. Say that word for me. Vicious. There you go. <laughs> cycle that you can't ever break or ever. I don't know. Like it's just it's just a constant. And that's in a nutshell why there are so many arguments about <laughs> one whether God exists, two yeah. which God is the best God. Like it's. That's why religion is such a hot button issue, even in like non-religious spaces, like even in philosophy. So many people like we're literally argument arguing documents over and over and over again for like years and years and years of time about discrediting each other on their own arguments about God. Mm-hmm. So like it's regardless of your sphere, like it's still a hot button issue. And, I, and that's why I get like Lex's passion behind it. Like this is what he really believes. Yeah. Cause it's either God doesn't exist or if he does exist, he's tribal and he chooses. Yeah. Well, he the thing is me. like, yeah, yeah. He chose my dad. Yeah. yeah. And how can you be all good if you chose someone so evil? Yeah. 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 A lot of times I think about Dr. Manhattan as, as a God like figure that I would consider to be up there. Cause that guy just deems whatever he wants. He's, he's more unchained yeah. than superman superman has restraint and dr manhattan does not and he he is a god in my opinion like i think dr manhattan does see himself as a god whereas superman does not yeah i mean he removed himself yeah because yeah. he saw himself as something um, greater than there's got to be some some line of dialogue that i'm not thinking about in, in watchmen um from more that actually has yeah, someone else does that podcast so yeah let yeah them, ask him. let them figure it out um but um so Lex Luthor, he says, um, when he says, you know, no one took sides, he says, no man in the sky intervened when I was a boy to deliver me from daddy's fists and abominations. Man, I get that. And we see it later in this film with Superman actually doing just that because. Yeah, yeah. man, that's, <laughs> I was, I didn't know if you were going to wait to say it when it actually happens, but that no. was one thing. I remember like doing one of my watch throughs of this movie and like actually paying attention and remembering that and like, oh, snap, he saved him from a fist. Yeah, like, and was, abomination. Yeah, and yeah, and the abomination. Like, you can't call him abomination. He's doomsday. You can't call abomination doomsday. You gotta call him abomination. You can't call doomsday abomination because he's doomsday. Welcome back to Doomsday Minute. I can't <laughs> wait for that one. Um, minute 142. Check is it, it out. Is that um, what it is? You gotta. You want me to pre-note? That's what it's called, Doomsday Minute? No, no I think that'll be pre-note. like... It'll be like minute 144 or 45, but... You want it to be Doomsday Minute? Oh, when we get to that... You t- tell me which episode is Doomsday Minute, Mark. Uh, I, Not now. Just sit on it. Sleep on it. <laughs> yeah, we'll sit there. Anyways, um, yeah, it's just incredible. So we'll, we'll, when that happens, we'll get there. But um, yeah, so, you know, Lex Luthor, he's like, you know, I figured out way back, if God is all-powerful, he cannot be all-good. You guys want to take the floor here for a bit? And My, you, I was just trying to bring up the video again. Oh, and, and if he's all loaded. good, then he cannot be all powerful. You, yeah. Were you trying to get us to finish that? Is no, that no, 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 oh. no. I just that, that quote was still going on, but I figured out, you know, 
It's it's probably the most powerful quote in this entire movie. Um, because it's you know it's constantly debated. Do you think that's a that's a valid statement, or do you think it's too black and white? It's too black and white because mm, really, um, I've I've heard the I've heard the answer to that. Kind of like what happens when an unstoppable uh, force meets an immovable object. All right, Christopher Nolan and Superman. But Superman answered it, and also Superman. He goes, "Oh, they both surrender." Yeah, and it's like, "Damn, Superman! Okay, I didn't know you had the answer." But the answer to the well, I mean, that's that's the same exact answer of the fight between Batman and Superman. They just don't. Yeah, they that's the answer. Out. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's the thing. It's like who would win a fight between Batman and Superman? Sur- the fight doesn't exist. The fight like a the- quarrel and a disagreement right, happens. Lindsay but Lohan. Anyway, limit does not exist. Sorry, it just doesn't. Like you can't. You don't want. You don't want the two of those guys fighting. Come on. Yeah. Um. So the the common question is like, uh, if God is all powerful and he's not all good, or some kind of omnipotent complex, right? Isn't that something it's called? What? What is it? What is the other? Uh, what is it? Uh, omniscient. Mm. What is um, the thing where it's like if if God if he he cannot create a rock that he cannot lift and if he can he can't lift it kind of thing but there's yeah a, yeah that's one an, of the arguments but, but there's an answer to that right because he can change the rock yeah. because he created it so he can change it yeah so that means he's all powerful yeah so there's that's what i'm saying like this like the the argument of of this statement being black and white like you can't have like you can't you can't i think that you can't argue this statement at all it's true it's true all day long it always will be true I apologize if I'm offending anybody, but that's just it. What, that if he's all-powerful, he can't be all good? That a fictional character... <laughs> cannot be both? Cannot. Like, your idea of what you are doctoring up in your head of a god, and you want to make him all-powerful? Okay, so what's he doing? Oh, he's helping everybody. All right, what about the people that don't get help? Oh, uh, well, yeah, where's your answer? Like, it's just, that's just it. So that's the all powerful, the all, or that's the all good. The all powerful is helping everybody, which obviously doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this mental image of, of, of a being being able to do both those things. Just, yeah, you can't do both those things. And why even try to create someone that wants to do both those things, that can do both those things? If both those things could happen, where is a story? Where is anything? You know what I mean? It's like, if a god were to exist in our, right now, with us, why should we even be here? If he is the answer to everything, like that is all good and all powerful. Then why even be here? Exactly. Why do we even home. need to, what's the point? Well, it's also like, that flows into like one of the other more prominent arguments is the argument of free will. If this person sure. is all knowing, all powerful, all good, then why do you even have free will to begin with? Yeah, exactly. Because if your path is already set out for you to buy this person who is all of those things, then why are you have free will to make your choices? If inevitably you're going to wind up in the same place that you, you started, even though your choices are wildly different than someone else's, mm-hmm. you're still going to end up in the same place that this person, this thing, this idea wanted you to be at. Then yeah. why did you have that choice in the beginning? Exactly. And what is Superman? embodiment of choice so like there's the contradiction mm-hmm. right there yeah so that's the argument of yo he's not a god because he is the embodiment of choice you can't like i mean 
he has the freedom to choose between yeah. any one of those two and anything in between. And also, so. if he was a god, kryptonite wouldn't exist. <laughs> yeah, that's very yeah, true I've as always, well. Yeah, I think the, uh, the answer was always very obvious that he is all good, he's not all powerful because he chooses not to be all powerful. He chooses to not constantly be saving people and, you know, he decides to go home and spend time with Lois Lane or his mm-hmm. mother or, you know, or choose not to He save. chooses to be Clark Kent. He chooses to be Clark Kent, you know. Metron is all powerful. He doesn't go out saving people. Exactly. But if he wanted to, he could correct time and space. He can itself. stop everything. He can end everything right yeah. there. Yeah. Dr. Manhattan is all powerful. He doesn't have to be good. He doesn't have to be a hero. He Dr. Fate is omniscient. Yeah. But he doesn't choose to be all good. He can if he wanted to, but then but he he's always like, Yeah, you know what? As Dr. Fate, I choose not to save. Well, because this he, he also has to be balanced out by chaos. Yeah. He said, yeah, sometimes Dr. Fate's like, yo, chaos has to take this one. Like, that's an all-powerful statement. But, uh, so the answer... My argument was for where does Atara fit into there, but he's just a magic user. He's not... He's same, part of the realm, Yeah, but he he's doesn't... not on the same level as Fate. Yeah. God, no. Uh, Naboo, I apologize. So, what does Lex Luthor... Does he point that question to himself at any point? Does he go, maybe, I'm all-powerful? Or does he think I'm just a flawed human being? But I'm I sure he thinks he's all powerful. But that doesn't or, put him up against a god. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't he know. wants to get to that level. Does he even think that he's a failed human being? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, and he hates it. I think he's come to terms with it. Is he only a failed human being because Superman exists? No, he's a failed human being in the eyes of his father. And he's been tormented by it. Mm. <coughs> and that's something he's been struggling with. And the Superman just kind of reopens those wounds. And like that messes with his psyche. Yeah. You know? Like cracks on your phone screen. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, what do you say? And if he's all good, he's uh, then he cannot be all powerful. Um, and neither can you be. Uh, they need to see the fraud that you are. That you are not a god. That gods can bleed kind of thing. Like This is where we're going with that. They need to see that you are nothing better than I am. So he's trying to bring God down to his level. But he knows he's a, he's a flawed individual. But so are you, Superman. And they need to see it with their eyes. Um, the blood on your hands. Is of. this implying that you got to kill Batman? People got to see you kill Batman. Like, you have to kill Batman, and then once, like, that, it, it, hypothetically, if that were to happen, then I guess the populace would assume that well, you did the bombing of the Capitol building, you killed all the people in Nairobi. Like, if you were to, why is no, it no, that? No, 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 Wait, I mean, the only real blood on his hands would be the Battle of Metropolis. And Black Smallville. Zero? Yeah, the Black Zero event. Yeah. So, that would be the real blood on his hands. Everything else was a product of Flex Uther. I see, like, it's weird because I always, taking it minute by minute, you can't really. Because those aliens came down and they messed things up. Those because aliens, of Superman. Y'all never should have been on this planet. You ruined everything when you showed up two years ago. Ever since then, everything has been for the worse. I... You've challenged our existence. You've destroyed many lives. You've killed millions of people. Like, the fact that you're here bothers me and they need to see the blood on your hands but what is showing them the blood on your hands is that supposed to be 
the is the final push the the death of Batman. Um I always took it as they need to see the fraud that you are, and that was in my opinion, um you get there's two sides of the Kryptonian coin. There's one that has Kal-El, all perfect, bright and shiny. The other side is the exact opposite, is what Doomsday is. Yeah. Like that's like you 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 guys want to praise a Kryptonian alien for saving you and flying around all over the world and being awesome. Yeah, but this is what he could turn into. Like I think I always thought that was the fraud that Lex was trying to show. But now I'm thinking about the Doomsday plan didn't go into effect until after Lex Luthor the original plan the failed. Pl- the plan that's about the part of the plan that's about to happen now is Lex Luthor showing that this Superman can t- can turn evil. Yeah. So like he's he's like if I force your hand enough you will do what you try not to do for two years. You know, you killed General Zod because you didn't have a choice. And, you know, you, you're you all about like, oh, that that's not me. Like, I'll never do that again. I won't kill anybody. But, hey, I got your mother captive, and you better go kill this guy. And you know what? You're going to do it because I forced your hand. Now, what does that say about you? That says that you're still a killer deep inside. Because, mm-hmm. And that's what he's proving. The blood on your hands, what you did two years ago, you have the ability to do it again, and you will do it again, given the circumstances. Now, if I force those circumstances, people will see you actually do it. And that's what's messed up about it, because you're proving that that nightmare Superman exists deep inside him. The fact that he even goes to fight Batman is proving that that nightmare Superman exists. Well, he chose to go meet Batman in Gotham. Yeah. He also tried to talk to him. Well, you'll find that out later. But, but that's he, that's what he wants to show. The blood on his hands in the past and in the future. It exists. That's what Lex Luthor wants to show. And then Doomsday also is a key piece of evidence that that exists. But we'll get there, right? Uh, anyone else have any final theories about what's going on here? Um, sorry, long pause. Um, Lex needs therapy. That's it. <laughs> yeah, he definitely needed therapy. Um, I'd want Lex to be my therapist. Ooh, boy. Ooh, no. Might come out crazier than you walked in. Yeah, I might like that. <laughs> <laughs> He'll just make you a Wallace Keefe pawn. Yeah, but see, that's what I, man, I don't like that whole rule of, rule of two bull crap. That's like. You want to be Mercy Graves is what you want to be. Right? No, cause, well. Oh, even she was a pawn. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to be any... No, I don't want to be anything related to Lex Luthor, but if someone was like, hey, you got to go see a therapist and then spin around in a chair and it's Jesse Eisenberg with Lex Luthor, I'd be like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be terrifying. I would immediately want to leave if I saw... I would try to keep up with him. Do some banter back and forth. And then lose at a chess game. Oh, man. Chess game of life! <laughs> End oh, my it. gosh. All righty. Johnny, any closing notes before you leave for the week? No, I'm glad I got these minutes. Yeah? Why were you looking forward to them so much? Because... You got to exercise your... This is what I like. This is what I used to do. You got to exercise that humanitarian... Yeah. Humanitarian? Humanities? <laughs> what is it? Humanist. Humanist. Humanist, that's what it is. Sorry. You're fine. I just like, I. this is the kind of discussion that I like to have. You didn't like, like talking about crab fishing? 
Oh, no, that was fun for me, too, because Deadliest Catch is, like, my jam. But this is my, like, wheelhouse of knowledge. That's why we had you on. Yay. We knew it was happening. (laughs) Tell the folks where they can find you. Um, At Johnny P on Twitter. Go all the other places from there. Um, Tell us about that one podcast that you do. Yeah, you know, the Austin Powers Minute. Um, You can find us on iTunes uh the boys would know where else i am um but we or i have a slew of guests that break down the austin powers movies one minute at a time and we are on um international man of mystery right now almost wrapping it up in a couple weeks cool awesome nate do you want to close out the show yeah, if you like what you heard today, you're going to definitely love all those other shows, so go check them out on TwoOldMedia.com. Uh, you can also go on Facebook and check out our DC Cinematic Minute Listeners Society, where you can join in all the discussion on every single minute that we uh, go through. You can chat with previous guests, Mark and myself, maybe Johnny if she feels like it. Occasionally. Occasionally. <laughs> Occasionally. Uh, and... Wow. <laughs> I think that's it. Um, Patreon, $5 a month, you get so much bonus content. You guys won't even know what to do with all the bonus content, so make sure you check it out. Um, These boys put in a lot of work. Put in $5 and see what they have to offer. We do it. Or go on Public and buy this cool Martha mug that I'm drinking out of. Yeah, It looks pretty cool, doesn't it? I got a cool Martha t-shirt that I like wearing all the time. I never change. (laughs) Just wearing the shirt all the time. Yep. Um... That's it, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, definitely voice your opinion on all this Lex moment here because this was some heavy hitting stuff. Uh, I apologize if anybody offended anybody, but hey, that's how it works in the podcast business. We'll catch you guys here next week on DC Cinematic Minutes. <laughs>